I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Monday, March 8th, and these are the top stories the Chi team is watching right now. Looks like people can have a little bit more freedom indoors if they've been vaccinated. On Monday, the CDC announced that community spread of COVID-19 is still high and over 90% of the population has yet to be fully vaccinated. With this in mind, Americans need to remain vigilant against the pandemic. However, there are a few scenarios in which people can gather with low risks as long as they have waited two weeks after their second shot, or if they've received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, their only shot. Specifically, fully vaccinated people can gather in private settings, like in the home, with other fully vaccinated people without masks or social distancing. We've been masking up for so long that I don't know what I would do the first time I'm around people maskless. The director of the CDC has stated that a person can now visit their grandparents if both parties have been vaccinated. Kenneth Walker, the then-boyfriend of Breonna Taylor, who was killed by Louisville police officers in a botched raid, will not face charges for shooting officers in the crossfire that led to Taylor's death. Walker was initially charged with assault and attempted murder in the incident that took place in March 2020. However, Walker said that he did not hear the officers announce themselves and believed he was being robbed, an account corroborated by the couple's neighbors. Walker's charges were first dismissed in May and were dismissed with prejudice on Monday. This means that he is permanently clear from charges in connection with the shooting. Apparently, Americans would love to see a takedown of the British monarchy. Oprah Winfrey's bombshell Sunday interview with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, brought in more than 17 million viewers. That number is more than the most recent Golden Globes and Emmy Awards combined. In the interview, the couple detailed racist comments made toward their child, as well as Markle's struggles with mental health in the wake of mistreatment by the royal family and British press. Along with the coronavirus pandemic has come outbreaks of racial harassment, abuse, and physical violence against Asian American and Pacific Islander communities across the U.S. President Biden has vocally condemned the violence during his earliest days in office, but community leaders are fearful that the increase in incidents could continue long after the pandemic has retreated. According to an organization that is dedicated to tracking incidents of discrimination, harassment, and violence against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders during the pandemic, the group received nearly 3,000 reports of racism and harassment between March 19th and December 31st of last year alone. When the group first began tracking incidents of harassment and violence, then-President Trump and his camp had already been using his platform to make racist jokes about the virus. As the death toll from the virus increased, he blamed the Chinese government. Advocates have told the Daily Beast that that rhetoric had a direct impact on the rise in anti-Asian hate crimes and abuse. However, anti-Asian harassment is not new to the pandemic, and the recent upswing comes on the heels of declining relations with China and years of anti-immigrant policies in the U.S. Still, COVID-19, which was first discovered in Wuhan, China, has sparked the biggest wave of anti-Asian harassment in decades. 
I'm sure he was not happy about this, and I'm sure it hurt his ego. Donald Trump made a return to New York City this weekend, and it was not really the warmest of welcomes. As a matter of fact, when the former president pulled up outside Trump Tower on Sunday night, there was only one solitary supporter who came out to greet him. The purpose of Trump's trip to NYC is unknown. After leaving the White House, he moved to his resort at Mar-a-Lago in Florida, which he listed as his primary residence in February 2019. However, there may be speculation that Trump is in the city for his current legal woes. The Manhattan District Attorney and the State Attorney General are both investigating Trump's financial affairs. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. 